you're the chanting one. Welcome to another edition of your favorite podcasting cousin duo, the Polymuse Experience Lifestyle Brand, brought to you from Polymuse Studios in a hidden location. <laughs> Guys, we brought you a long way. We've taken you through every system of a down song so far. We we've sure still have. got a whole album left, but we've got the Lost in Hollywood number two of the. There's two Hollywoods back to back. One's old, one's lost. <laughs> we've got two cousins back to back. One's old, one's, one's lost. Not lost. <laughs> I'm the older one. Are you the well, lost one? <laughs> I guess that's what you're. I guess that's what you're saying about me, but I guess so. We found each other. We found the podcasting studio again. <laughs> it's elusive, but we made it. We're back in the saddle, folks. We're back where we belong. Reviewing new metal albums from 20 years ago <laughs> for your listening pleasure, dude. They gotta make more. I know music lasts forever, but it's yep. just this is a cool song. I couldn't remember it. Oh, that's not good. Off the top of my head. You crushed the review of the last song you couldn't remember. <laughs> I know which one is old school Hollywood baseball. That was yes. in, imbued in my, like tattooed on my mind. But the other, the B side of that, the yep. inferior, the beta Hollywood song. Obviously, it's a, it's two heads of the coin, but this one's not quite as hilarious as old school Hollywood baseball. Or is it? Are you telling me there's ref? Do you know the references of here in this one? Uh, it's this just, is Michael, folks. Hit it. Yeah. Well, we're kind of just throwing out random references here and there. I don't have any specific sticking points. It's really just kind of Jack echoing Gillardi, the sentiment of being tall. lost in Hollywood. Oh wait, that's not this one. <laughs> yeah. the other one, you know, I love yeah. that other Hollywood. Yeah. Well, this is certainly a, a much different system of a down track. I think it's interesting to end with this track and this particular album with this track. And it's also, I think, kind of the sentiment that I get from it of, you know, they always walk us through being distorted by media and, you know, the social constructs that are put around us. Yeah. And certainly Hollywood is one of those constructs. And I think it's just interesting to not end this with a very aggressive track, but just kind of like wandering off in the distance. And that's kind of what I think of as someone who may be unfortunately suffering from hallucinations or drugs, specifically on the third verse, feeling 10 feet tall, uh, maybe referring to hallucinogen or something like that. But I, th I certainly just think that's a weird way to end the album. Are you saying this cocaine makes you feel like you're on this song? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. But I also think it's kind of ironic in the system of a down way to just kind of be like you're kind of wandering off in this gentler track, and that's kind of how you end like this whole credits. album. Yeah, you're it's just like, at the end. I mean, old school Hollywood's the climax, and then this is like the credits. It's like the samurai wandering off into yeah. the sunset. And you're still kind of disillusioned and inebriated and not sure what's what's real and what's not. And that's where they leave you but forever. Yeah. Nope, because they made another <laughs> record the very same year. But, same year, folks. Yeah. I mean, we want to wrap up this one nice and tight with a bow, but it's really, it's it's part one of an experience. Yes. Do you remember liking this song at the time? I like anything I can kind of sing or hum to. And although this isn't 
I, th- I feel like a lot of System of a Down fans would hate this song because this is not mm. System of a Down. You wouldn't throw this in your normal System of a Down playlist, I don't think. What is What couple of tracks are you coupling this up with? I, I don't even know. The rest of the Rick Rubin power ballad <laughs> library? <laughs> I suppose so. It's a few didn't of they have one on here that I didn't like? I don't know. Something. Yeah. Not. I wouldn't. No, that's a good point. Yeah. There's way too much Darren, dude. He's he's good. He's not. They are, they both have a good, unique voice. But for him, he just starts it off strong. It is cool how they interweave. The harmony's really good. Yes. The how Surge has like the chanting and Darren has the kind of call out like MC you know talking singing kind of thing that he's doing where he's calling people out that's actually kind of rad i just don't like hearing him right off the rip like he's the main guy because he thinks he is but they both are the main they're all four of them should be the main guy they should all sing together i agree i still like that um lyrically it's still kind of in canon for them and kind of subjects they may kind of touch on uh, as we've just stated even though instrumentally it's very different and vocally it is more singing than screaming or kind of yelling i guess i would say right so yeah a lot of ahs yes a lot of ahs ah <laughs> i like it it's a good lyric yeah it means so much <laughs> i like the song i gave it an s i put it on my perfect system of a down album you gave it an s i did you did i did okay i gave it a c <laughs> that's not surprising just normal it's not like amazing i like that we have both vocalists yeah i like that we still have subject matter that's system of a down and i still like that we uh, i like the instrumental is is different and i I don't like that the the drummer's kind of not as present but i still like we have a bit of the ups and downs between the chorus and the bridge and the verses and i just like that it's a little different but it's not too far from what from the branding and, and messaging of System of a Down. So I actually like it. I'd probably put it right at the end of my all-time mixtape. So here we go. Yeah. Let's get lost in Hollywood. So that's an S-tier song, as picked by the Poly Muse DJ himself. I think so. It's not going to be very popular, I don't feel, with the uh, fans. But for me, it is on my S-tier. It doesn't seem... It's just not memorable. Something about it. I mean, I... <laughs> This is the thing. This is the two sides of the system of a down, honestly. I we got the two Hollywoods and you I mean, what did you give the old school Hollywood baseball? You did not give it an A. I should switch it up and give it an S, but I ran out of S's. That was also not I have another <laughs> one coming up that is the actual runner up S. Yeah. Sneak just, S. Just, but it's not I should've though. Just to counter suit counter your vote. <laughs> you got a sneak S coming up. I gave I gave old Hollywood a B minus. Like yeah. it's still hanging out. So a C. <laughs> just like I'd search for it once in a while. A C is like F. It's on. I'm not skipping it. A B minus is like hanging on just above that. I'd search it out once in a while. What I want to hear about Tony Danza at a baseball game. Mm, he it's cut just, in line. Well, again, that's a strange one too, right? Because System weird. of a Down isn't bringing in as many other like personal, personal stories right. to that minutia, that minutia, that's small of a level. They did. That uh, kind of minutia. That's stupid chicken stew song where it's like about a specific baseball, basketball game. Yes. That was the other one I was going to point out. Yeah. There's just, there's, you can count on one hand the number of times they've done that. That's why I was surprised that the other Hollywood didn't have, it's like, oh, it's not about his dad at a certain 
basketball game at a specific <laughs> time and place, and then they made an announcement, and he literally witnessed Tony Danza. But again, both albums here, and we'll hit on, of course, Mesmerize and Hypnotize in just the next episodes here. Uh, but both albums, again, received very well. We remember them quite well because we were waiting from our system of a down music at that time. I remember the in-between fate where Mesmerize had come out. Yeah. We had downloaded most of the songs because we were still paying track by track, yep. song at a time. It wasn't, you know, pirating or anything like that. It's like we were buying song at a time. And so we had digested that material. But I remember just being like, how are they going to have... I remember feeling like satisfied. A satisfying follow-up already to toxicity basically you know steal this album we knew it was kind of a lot of it was you know b-sides junk not necessarily but when mesmerize they did it like they did it again this is as good as the other two albums and and there's a whole like i was couldn't believe where they would go next or what would i was like there's no way they're gonna knock it out of the park again yeah you weren't sure it was coming because this is I mean, it's listed at 11 tracks, but you have the, the Soldier Side intro, so it's really 10 tracks of music, but it's Dude, a nice project there. That's all you need, 10 songs. Every Weezer album is straight up and down, 10 songs. Yep. You cannot remember more songs than that anyway. You sure can't. <laughs> I but like no, it you're when right. they all have their own identity, <laughs> but that's what it is about this. Like, Let's talk about it, though. Like, We can go run through them, final track, back through Mesmerize, because that's the thing about them. Each one, you know... It has its own identity, its own... It's a concept. They write to the concept, to the title, to... And that's why they all feel like singles. And that's why it felt like a good... Like BYOB, Bring Your Own Bombs, a lot of different ways to interpret it. Yep. Got the multiple different sections. Like, you know that one in your mind, straight off the rip. You know exactly which one that is. That banging music video, the militant, which is used in a lot of their music videos. But S tier for both of us. Yeah, but even that, you still have that burned into your mind. The pop section, the metal section, the party section, the, FU and the music section video. at the end, the <laughs> stuff where they got kicked off of Saturday Night Live. Yep. Revenge, I mean, dun, 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 you know which one Revenge is. Yeah. Cigarro, unforgettable lyrics. Completely. Yep. It's just, you know, you go right down the list radio, video, cocaine. The violent song, the question song, the statue song, some Hollywood songs. It's like these big core concepts where they write to it it's beatlesque it's where the beatles they'll have an idea they'll write the full scope of the concept they move on but it's just they have this little jewel of a record like your mother should know let's all get up and dance to a song that was a hit before (laughs) your mother was born it's just hilarious it's a meme unto itself they nailed dude i think all 10 of these songs even the ones i don't like they have that quality to them and there was a definitely on the second half of those first two system albums and definitely on Steal This Album. That's the problem with some of those songs. I it's like, which that. one is which? What's the concept? What's he talking about? I mean, you know Prison Song, but which one is yeah. Darts? Yeah, that's Which true. one is Roulette? And that is the problem with you know bloated track lists and some of the... What, what, what happens now when they release the album and then the deluxe version after that with even more tracks? That's a problem as well, keeping track of... The tracks <laughs> and i want as many songs as possible <laughs> right. but it's just there is also something to be said where you have 10 polished yes jewels where it's these are the 10 perfect ideas and that's what made it so satisfying i see that the uh 2018 vinyl release was actually 16th on the uh 
billboard top. I think that goes 200. I'm not sure. Nice. So even the uh, re-release many, many years later. That's cool. Did quite well. And that was probably right at a time when vinyl was maybe maybe at its lowest and then they went back around because you know it went to a point where nobody cared about vinyl and then everybody cared again and they started putting all the mainstream releases out on vinyl again so i'm betting that that's one of those ones in the valley there where they didn't immediately come out on vinyl i could be wrong they might have done it up top as well but i bet you there's a lot of albums that kind of bounced up when people went back and got them on vinyl from people who would have maybe collected them or whatever and i wish i had infinite money I would have infinite vinyl, <laughs> but I'd also have infinite Nintendo games and Superman comics. And this is true. You know, I'd have to pick stuff. one. That's the thing. You, I gotta liquidate some of this stuff. <laughs> I don't even have that much stuff, but it's like I gotta sell some of the stuff to. I can't have everything. If I want System of a Down on vinyl, I gotta like sell all my Nintendo games or something, which mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do that. Can't do that. Nope. Have to <laughs> have to stream it for now. It would be cool though. It would be. I mean, there's only five of them. You could get five slabs of vinyl, 50 bucks each probably, get them one per month, yeah. you know, and then you're like, there you go. I have the perfect system of a down collection forever now, as long as... Could be our back wall. Yeah, or listen to them, but if you're not, you know, be careful with them. You got to... Don't scratch them. Don't stack anything on them. You got to keep them up tight on a shelf. Don't smoke in the house. None of this affects MP3s. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> it's really not that big of a deal. It's just once you move, you start moving, and then they get stuck in a box somewhere, and you forget about them in the back of a closet. It's just you got to have one collection. Pick yeah. one thing, Michael. You can't collect action figures and records and all this crap at the same time. Oh, that's a real disappointment. I'm not even talking. I'm talking to me. <laughs> You're just <laughs> taking it out on you. <laughs> Well, that is... Did you ever get lost in Hollywood? I imagine... I don't... I've been there. Did you get lost? I did not. Did you ever get I did get, get lost trying in... to get to the Hollywood sign, though. Well, it's... it's there's some there's How some is that not a yes? <laughs> what do you mean? I guess yes. I guess yes. All right, I hit it. It was How tricky it to go? get up there. How does this story go? Oh, some I was missing just chapter. hiking up some mountains. Like, which which route? How do you get to the Hollywood sign? Which route do you take? Was there, like... um. Like wild hobos and stuff all over there. Uh, it's so there's uh, some active routes out there. So you can run into a lot of different people. The nightlife, wildlife out on the trails, well, out on the... ideally afternoon life. If you're doing some hiking, if not you're being in the careful, doing some camping. <laughs> yeah, I heard you can do some. Yeah. Anyway, just trying to figure out which winding route on those mountains actually goes up behind the Hollywood side. Did not take the right route, as it turns out. Mm. Saw it, got some pictures. Did not. Um, but I don't, know, I don't know what 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 I walk up and. Are you I, sure it was the right sign? Um, that's a good point, Ben. I don't know. I mean, how they could recreate that? They could in a lab. They, they created a moon landing in a studio. Mm-hmm. They can make more than one Hollywood baseball. <laughs> they could. They could do a lot of things, I suppose. So you, have you ever been stuck in the sky? No. Don't you ever get stuck in the sky? <laughs> Way up high. This is a goofy song. It's. Oh, I guess they did release a Japanese version. One of the Japanese versions of the album did have a slightly different Lost in Hollywood, just a little bit different oh, really? arrangement as well. Do they sing in Japanese? <laughs> Lost in Tokyo? Yeah. Old school Singapore baseball. That that could be. That's the alt version. But yeah. What's actually different about it? Do we know? Slightly different back vocals. Different chanting. Mm -hmm. They needed that. 
Yep. Like it's not perfect for it's not quite perfect. The exquisite yet. tastes. <laughs> <laughs> Some sometimes you do a bonus track for the Japanese audience. They did bonus chanting. Bonus chant. <laughs> they get that in there. <laughs> but yeah, went number one. Holy in cow! Really? At least twelve countries. Oh, that's wonderful. Yep. And it is platinum. Dude, the boys knew how to quit when they were ahead. They sure did. They got to make more records, though. How did how does Hypnotize? Also platinum, I'm assuming. Maybe we'll get to that. When we hit yes. you with the Hypnotize, about to hypnotize you. Was that mesmerizing? Yeah. Yes. That was some mesmerizing stuff. <laughs> my head was blown off my shoulders. Body. I was. <laughs> it's like a coin swinging, mesmerizing me. Any other mesmerize? <laughs> No, no memories the double m i just remember getting both of these from the library as i stated and uh, listening to them for the first time and being very excited that there was additional music after toxicity and just um thinking that it was similar in tone but also a little different especially with the lost in Ho- both songs lost in hollywood and it's softer tone similar lyrical content and then old hollywood certainly and like the kind of like more personal aspect from that particular song so i do have more vivid memories of these two albums and tagging on to the additional discography system of a down and the hiatus came not too long after that so. yeah pretty quick after that yep and we never got over it that's why we're making <laughs> no. a 30 hour podcast about it pretty much see you next time we love you love